Good evening, everybody. It's Chase Farthing behind the microphone tonight on USA Real Talk. It is definitely uh, showtime now. Uh, once again, if you haven't heard about Minneapolis again, is under the looting, the looting, and the rioting, and the protesting, everything that's going on over there. Now, this happened over the weekend on Sunday, this past Sunday, uh, actually. Now, this is Dante White, 20 years old. Once again, 20 years old. Not, he's not a child. Uh, don't know everything. Apparently, he has a warrant. He had a warrant for his arrest. This is what happened. Uh, if you have not known that he also posted a video, of course, now the mainstream media has once again, they don't want to show you the entire facts. Same thing what they're doing about this lieutenant. That's different, a uh, different story for another day. So today we're getting involved in my scheduling. We're going to break it up, change it because, uh, this is the main, this is a main thing to talk about. Uh, consider, uh, just outside of Indianapolis in this small city, I believe it is. But certainly, uh, what happened is that Dante White, 20 years old, has a child, which he will no longer see his child grow up. Tragic loss is definitely a tragic. But let's let's be honest here. If he didn't do what he did, it would probably not would have happened. If he did not resist arrest. If he was not fighting the police officers to start out with, he would still be alive still to this day. The the people that want to say that this cop is a racist cop, she did not wake up in the morning to say, I'm going to go find some black person and shoot him or shoot her. That's not wasn't That was not the intentional case. This was not a hate crime. This was an accidental crime. Maybe she could be charged with manslaughter, clear as day. But once again, it was an accident. And people want to say there is a difference, uh, a weight difference between a gun and a taser, which there is. There is a big weight difference. But if you are fighting the police, you are resisting arrest, trying to get away in the back of the car, things are going to happen. The video proved it. The video shows it. But one thing is mainstream media doesn't want to do, wants to show everything. Does not want to show how huge this is. How it all started. Now, they're not even going to mention. They're not even mention this one, the video. There's two videos of Dante White that he posted. Uh, one was actually in a car. I I don't know if I'm guessing it was his vehicle. Okay, so this is the one that he's waving a gun in front of his iPhone and whatever phone he had. He's waving it around, and that's what happened. You know, so maybe an officers could see that video at one point, and then they got a call, which there was a call, that he actually, that there was somebody waving a gun around inside the car. They also ran his license plate for expired tags, and then also when they ran his name, it came back to a felony warrant for the aggravated robbery that happened months prior. And he also had a warrant for that arrest because he didn't show up for court. So he had a failure to appear. So once again, if he took that responsibility way before, he would have been pulled over. He would have been shot. This wouldn't have happened. Continue on. That when the officers did arrest him, they told him, you got a warrant. We got to take you to jail because you got that warrant. 
And the officers did have him. He starts tensing up a little bit. If you watch the video, you can see that he does tense up. So when he does tense up, and he's automatically started fighting. He's resisting arrest. He tried to get back in the car, which he did. Now both that officer is still fighting him. The female officer, as well as trying to help the officer uh, get him out of the car. And she does pull out her gun, but she thought it was a taser. And she did say, taser, 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 and she shot him. Which is an accidental that she shot him instead of taser. That happens. That has happened more times than anything else. Now, what's also I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this around here. If she says she wants to be as being called a racist, and this is being called a hate crime. If this was a black officer doing this to a white person, would this be considered newsworthy? Would this be considered news as as a hate crime, racist name? No, they wouldn't even call it. They're calling it a hate crime because these people got nothing else to do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to say this. When the Asian, just a few weeks ago, was being brutally attacked, a lot of them were being brutally attacked for no apparent reason, where was the, the rooting, where was the lining, uh, looting, the writing, and all that? Where was that at? That was nowhere near in sight. Because they did, that did not fit the news narrative. They want to put it on the black people. And just in case people are actually wondering if people have not known about it, that the, the Black Lives Matter founder, uh, I don't know her name, but this is actually true. She bought a $1.4 million home. So I want to also say this. If people actually believe that black people are getting mistreated, still believe that, she wouldn't have one $1.4 million home. And not only that, which is her right to do, she also bought it in a white area because she used her head and actually bought it in a safe area, not in the hood area. That's what the problem is for that. Because you know, she used her common sense, but then she used the money. She's not giving the money back to the, the black communities, because she's not. And you actually heard her, after this, made a, uh, made a statement in front of people, why is the mayor, why is the governor worried about the buildings that can be uh, rebuilt, retaken away, and all that? That people should be, people are dying left and right. People are losing jobs. So why shouldn't they be? Uh, people should just be taking things away. Because one, that's not yours. Two, you have to earn it. So if you think that you have every right to go to a store and rob and loot and burn, you're just a little life as much as anybody else. That's it. And, and I actually know a lot of black people. And I asked them about this quite a few times months ago when this happened last year. And they said, this is not our message. The people that during these burning and looting and writing, they're going by what the media wants them to do. They, we, our messages, we do protest. We get it right. We say our peace. We don't, we say that we want justice, but we do it peacefully. We're not saying no justice, no peace. We're not saying that. And, and I've said this. Okay, so if we, if you guys want justice, but if you guys are defunding the police, burning buildings down, how is that any justice? And they actually said the exact same thing. It's not. It's ridiculous. So I've actually known a lot of good black people through the years. And they actually would say, this is not what we want. And uh, my hearts and thoughts goes out to the family 
a Dante White. I, I will say that. But my really heart goes out to the little girl because she'll never see her dad grow up. She, she will not have her dad watching her grow up, become a mother, have a, a wife someday, or be, mar be married, just whatever she chose to in the future. And that's going to be hard. But, you know, they got the the two attorneys they were tied to in the view. What's actually beyond is here, if, if which I understand what's taught, you know, they want to interview the families of the, vic of the victim. That's fine and dandy. But, well, how can, you know, what could he need to do is that let's interview the family of the officer so that way we can understand what they're dealing with. Because they're just as much as victims. Because now the husband, I believe she is married. I am not knowing if she's not or not, but that's not the point. What's saying she is. They're not interviewing him saying, yeah, this, she's completely distraught. This is not was her intentions. And our kids are being threatened, you know, whatever. You know, that way we just can hear them. They, they're much as a victim because... Their loved one, this the officer's loved ones, have to deal with the loss because of loss to her career, uh, maybe possible jail time. Her children would have to is going to be terrorized because if it's not actually it's happened more often or not, police officers' families get threatened every day. And that's sad. And essentially, you want to threaten an officer's wife or husband? Go for it. You're an adult, and that's an adult. But you bring out you you threaten the children. That's where you cross the line too much but once again if he would have not have fought with the officers and matter of fact before that if he did not do the crime he wouldn't have this problem but when he didn't do the crime which is you know he's a young kid makes mistakes young guy and we all humans we're, we all make mistakes but why don't you if he took the responsibility of show up to court and face the punishment this would have been changed. This wouldn't even happen. And as well, to keep an eye on your expired tax, which that's happens recently, more times than ever. But you can't just don't fight police officers. Comply, comply, comply. People want to say, well, if you comply, you're a bootlicker, or you're taking, you know, they're taking away your constitutional rights. No, it's not about taking away your constitutional rights. You know, you don't want to go home or go where you need to go to. I've been pulled over, and not once I have fought with the police. And just because I'm white, that don't make nothing. That don't make no assumption. That don't make change nothing. But people are going to use this race as a, a problem, and it's always going to be the problem because they got nothing else to, to complain about. Because they know he had a warrant for his arrest. The video also showed that he did fight. And also the video shows that he posted on social media that he was waving a gun in front of his phone. That doesn't help his case. Because then again, that could have been 5-10 minutes before they showed up. And then they, he could have had a gun on him. Which I'm, I'm sure that they did search him. And that's the reason why they said he's unarmed. But once again, uh, another thing that can be used as a weapon that people don't seem to realize is a car. Because he actually trying to get back in the car and drive off. And if the officer would be dragging along because she's trying to uh, hold on to him. Or they let go and falls off, hit the asphalt. That's assault. That's assault on a police officer. And also what's be on the news. 
once again, I'm not saying that she should have shot him. I'm not applying that. It's a tragic loss. But if she rather shot him or tased him, and they, or they didn't do anything, not only that he's driving away from these police officers, he's putting someone else's life at risk. He's putting the public at risk. He's putting pedestrians at risk. He's putting another child at risk. So if you want to say that, you know, he died for no reason, well, something had to happen. It's in he was going to be tased or pepper sprayed or be shot. Either way, it one of those things could have happened. But it wouldn't have had to happen if he would have done what he was told to do. Comply with the officers, put it, uh, being put in handcuffs, be a man, take responsibility, and, and face the consequences. That's it. Now, I don't know if the, the female officer, if she's going to be uh, charged, but you know they are doing an investigation, which is by all means that they're doing that. They're taking protocol and... You know, she's probably told by her lawyer, don't say anything yet until the investigation, until you're being uh, dealt with, and we'll go from there. Now, same thing with George Floyd. A lot happened that time. Things happened. And the media is not want to mention that the, the uh, excuse me, does not want to tell you that both examiners, the one that the family hired, said, yeah, that could have been strangulation, but is it going to help your case of your son or, uh, yeah, your son that he was taking drugs? And even the wife even said that day, he goes, where she goes, we both had uh, opioid addiction, but I saw him get back on him. He was acting strange. Video shows everything there. Now, once again, did George Floyd deserve to die? No, he did not deserve to die. But if you take the consequences and face them and did not fight, it wouldn't happen. And same thing with this. This happened uh, last year, but it's also going to come back out. This is the lieutenant. Uh, not going to mention his name, just out of curiosity, respect right now. Uh, this happened in Virginia. When two officers. Uh, one it became a felony stop. Certainly, they pulled over this U.S. Army, which, by the way, I'm going to say something here, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I know family. I got family that are in the military, and I am asking the same question. And some gave me a response. Uh, some did not because they're busy. Uh, so this what happened. You know, the lieutenant, second second lieutenant that was pulled over uh, by. The police department, by the police officers, became a felony stop because, one, he did not stop within 100 miles. Uh, or excuse me, 100 seconds that he was supposed to stop, which you're not really supposed to stop. Or excuse me, you're not supposed to keep driving into a well-litted area or anywhere. When you are automatically being pulled over, you have to automatically stop. But do the officers uh, really make a big deal about that? No. But they do explain to them why you're supposed to pull over because their uh, intentions get hired up, you know, because then they're wondering, okay, is this person hiding? What is this person hiding? Uh, anything in the car that they're trying to hide? Drugs, the guns, uh, dead bodies, <laughs> just anything. And even though the officer explained that to the sergeant after the whole incident, before we get to that. And so it became the felony stop because the tags was not visible. Now, of course, I read the comments. People were saying, oh, those tags were visible. You're not close enough. And two, it wasn't a well-secluded, dark, tented area. 
So you have to understand where they come from. And even just because they, you might see it, the officers are seeing 100 yards different. There's completely different. You're, you know, when you're seeing the tags, uh, you're close then. You're not, you're not in their area. So when the officers did tell them, saying it's a felony stop, they had their guns out, which uh, the reason, reason why they had their guns out is because the person did not come to a complete stop. So they don't know if what this person has in the hands. Now, during the entire time, there was, I believe, six times that the officers asked this sergeant to put, roll down your window, put out your hands, outside, reach your hands outside the window, so they can see both hands. He refused, and here's the reason why. He set up his camera, put in the left side on his driver's side door, so that way they, he can play the victim. By the way, this sergeant is a black Latino. Reason why that's mentioned, because that's what the media wanted to mention. That's what the media wanted to say. Even though they did not mention the other officer's skin color, because the other officer is also Latino. But they didn't mention that because it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit the agenda. Because they want to use it bad cops right there. That's exhibited. Look it up. And by the way, you can't look it up because you try, you don't find it. You're going to shit. Excuse my language. If it said the S word, which I believe it did. And anyways, by the way, that female officer did say OS. And I just shot him. So that happened. She and watch that video. You'll see it. It is. It's a heartbreaking moment, and so is this one right here. Now, when the officers did say, uh, "Put out your hands," you know, he and he didn't do it for multiple times. He was asked six times to take your hand, put your hands out the window. He refused to do it because he was putting his phone on side where he can have it recorded, so he can be playing the victim card. And because now all of a sudden he's suing them for $1 million. And the officer that should not have said you should be scared. He should not have said that. That's for sure. He got fired. I don't think he deserved to be fired. Could be suspension until the investigation was over with. But that's that's that for that part. And when the officers were asking him multiple times to get out of the car, he refused. They start fining him. And he's pushing their hands away. So he kept saying, I'm not getting out of the car. And he said, even though he's saying he's fearing for his life, in which, you know, if he would just comply the entire time, you wouldn't have been scared. You shouldn't be scared of the cops. Be honest. Like I said, I've been pulled over a hundred times, multiple times, not a hundred times, but I've been pulled over. Not once I've had a cop put a gun on me. It's not, once again, it's not just because I'm white. It's not I have to do anything with privilege. It's because I comply. I let them see my hands in the entire time. When I've been pulled over, their hands are right in front of my stomach. And, I'm, of course, I'm moving them and I'm talking to them. And they're keeping their eyes on my hands. And when they ask me for my wallet, I ask them, it's in my right front pocket. Can I get it out? And they go, yes. Because they see my hands the entire time. They plus they see my left hand. And they get out and they see my right hand. And when they ask me if, I can, if they can search me, I have nothing to hide and I let them search me the entire time. Because I had nothing to hide in the first place. I even let the officers say they want to search my car. The officers never did want to search my car. There was only one officer in my entire life that had searched my car. And this was a long time ago. And he didn't find nothing. 
nothing in my car because there was no drugs, no weapons, no nothing. And here's the reason why I got pulled off for that part when that happened was phosphorus attacks. And me and my dad even told the officer that was accidental because my, at the time and my dad had five cars under his name and the officer even understood that. Said it's an accidental. That happens so much. And we complied. And well, I complied. My father came down because I called them because I wanted the officer to explain to him what, what was told to me. Because I actually misunderstood a little bit of it. And it was explained better to my dad. Once again, I complied. I let them see my hands. I didn't give the officer a hard time. And he didn't, he didn't even call for backup. And he didn't even ask me where I was coming from. So I was coming off from work. I had a long night. And it was 3 o'clock in the morning. And that's when he pulled me over. So once again, if people want to think that the cops are just out to get everybody. Kill black people. You're dead wrong right now. I can tell you that. And but once again, this happened with the sergeant. And he goes, I'm a soldier, and this is how I'm being treated. By the way, now this is what I'm going to tell you. Just because you're a military soldier in the United States, you're still a law-abiding citizen. Just because you have hold the, the obey the laws in the military, they even tell you this, that you still have to obey the laws in our country. It's the same thing with the person in the foreign countries that come here. They have to obey our laws just like we do. Same thing we have to do over there. We have to obey their laws when we go to foreign countries. That's always going to be there. And the fact that he said I'm a soldier, that kind of upset me, which is, by the way, thank you for the service, and I appreciate that. But you are still a law-abiding citizen. You still have to, excuse me, you still have to uh, follow our laws. That is the law is given to everybody, not not for free people. You have to follow those rules just as much as anybody else does. And the fact that he said that this is how I'm being treated. If once again, if he did not do what he did, and once again, the officer should not have said you should be scared. Shouldn't have said that. He moment. It they did pepper spray him. They did not tase him. They did not shoot him because, once again, he was not following directions when they told him to get out of the car. He did not want to get out of the car. And, by the way, it turns out that he actually had a gun in the car. And I believe it was registered to him. But he did not tell them that they had a gun in the car. Once again, that's the reason why their intentions was high. Because he did not come to a complete stop right then and there. And also he had a gun, which was, by the way, right beside his leg. And if the officers did not know that he had a gun, and if, and if he wasn't following attention, uh, following the commands, he would have been okay. Would not have happened. Would have been pepper sprayed, wouldn't have been tased, wouldn't have been shot, wouldn't have none of that. He would have just gotten a ticket or maybe a warning because it could have been uh, just mislabeled a little bit. Would have gone home. Didn't all, he didn't get arrested, by the way. They did let it go. And they were just... And the officer at the end was explaining to him, saying, look at how, look at our view, man. This is how it is. It's just like this. You have to keep your eyes and ears open at all times when you're out in the military field, when you're out in the battlefield. You guys are keeping an eye on terrorists that are going to shoot you with the RPGs, uh, a bond, uh, excuse me, ambush you guys. You have to keep that open. That's what we have to do. We don't know what's in your car. Just like we don't know you, you don't know us. And 
you don't know what you're going to be catching into, just like we do. And then the officer said, I understand, I get, excuse me, I understand, I get that you wanted to be in a well-lit area, which is fine. But looking at our view, just like the fact we found a gun inside your vehicle, if we did not know, if we don't know if you actually have a gun, a dead body, or a lot of drugs, and that's when we're thinking, why is this person not coming to a complete stop? If they come to a complete stop, then they're hiding something. They could be hiding something. That is what the officer explained to him. But consider that he t- he kept saying, I understand. Now, all of a sudden, he's suing them for $1 million. I don't know if you will win. Maybe you will. But it does sound like another payday in my book. And that's sad. Is that you got these officers, which, by the way, we lost over 100 officers. Within from last year to this year, we lost over 100 officers. And and people are still like to fund the police, you know, refunding them. You know, it's it's bad situation because the, the cops feel like can't they can't do their jobs without being hypocrited. And people are calling the cops to uh, saying, you know, we don't need them. Fuck the police. Excuse my language. Adapt the police. Defund them. But who do they call? They call the police when things are going wrong. If you actually look at the protesters and you asking them questions and you're saying, you know, you're you're asking questions and they get in your face, but then you show up back. This is what they do. They they cover, they block their face so you can't record them. They think that we didn't give you consent to record us or ask us questions, which they don't need that because once again you're in public. And two, they run to the police officers. Even though they call them racist and say defund and they're like well we need them anyways (laughs) that's how it is but i know it's early tuesday but uh once again it's just it's got bad and we're not hearing nothing from joe biden and kalama harris which i guess you can say it's a good thing or a bad thing i don't know um i i don't should that that's just how it's been but more we get information i think more is going to be told about what all happened and how it happened you can't find the two videos and i looked it up you you can't find the body footage of the the sergeant that got pepper sprayed so that way you guys can hear to the whole thing from the start to the begin uh from the start to the end now if you go on newsmax which i actually do follow uh, newsmax it's really good they will show you it of course the one of the guy named greg kelly he actually gives out his comments with that as well but this is Chase Harding of USA The Real Talk. I want to mention something else uh, real quick. I uh, found out just a few minutes ago that my Uncle Gene, uh, her, his mom, passed away earlier today, I believe. Uh, just found out not long ago that she passed away. So, and she was a good woman. So once again, to my family, uh, hearts and thoughts goes out to the family. Uh, Gene, my Uncle Gene and his kids and his grandkids. So uh, it, it's really heartbreaking to see uh, Aunt Mary, that's her name, Mary, have passed away. So once again, Aunt Mary, I know you're now listening to me, and you're up, you're up in heaven. Uh, I just want to say I, I love you and I miss you already. Uh, to my cousin Tyler, Tira, and Brianna, uh, and Jared, to their father who passed away yesterday. It's still very break moment uh good man gonna miss him he was a really good guy so once again respect and to everybody that's going through some difficult times uh you know just 
be ready, talk to somebody, uh, so that way you don't go crazy. <laughs> but uh, doing that, taking these times, uh, especially during the pandemic, you know, this is when we realize what's so short in lives. But this is Chase Harding of USA The Real Talk. Good night.